Did you see Eliza in Entertainment Weekly? No. The Bring It On reunion? Oh, that's right. I missed it on the Today Show because, you know, they wait to, t- to do the good stuff. Until after you leave for work. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I may have seen the, a photo online. I didn't read anything. They but... all look great. I know, right? They look amazing. Never realized how much older Gabrielle Union was, though. She's yeah, she's good, like, like 40s right she's now. She's 42. 42, that's right. Yeah. And I think Kirsten Dunst is 33. Really? She's really young. Yeah. Well, I guess so. She was like a baby. Or 32. I, I think she's she's 32 or 33. She was a kid when we were in college when mm-hmm. the interview came out. So. <laughs> Ew, Brad Pitt. You dumb, dumb slut. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, but... All right. Hooray. Yay. Hello, children. And welcome to the very first episode of Revisiting Sunnydale. Yay. We don't really have um, a set format just yet. So this episode might be a little all over the place, but hopefully you'll enjoy it. And um, I am Camila. And I am Marcella. Hello. And we are going to be your guides through this. Um, what we are planning on doing here is we're going to go through every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We're going to rewatch it. Um, because we want to. I do that pretty much yearly, I think. Anyway. Every month. Sorry. Every month. <laughs> it's my bedtime story. <laughs> so I guess why not record our thoughts on it? Mm-hmm. Put it down. And um, hopefully you won't be tired of us and we won't be- get tired of this. Um. <laughs> we will try to be at least as entertaining as Andrew. Yes. And uh, yeah, so I'm. A, a, there's going to be spoilers. Like it's. It's inevitable. This is going to yes. happen. This General is for- spoiler alert. Yes, for everything. Let's just cover spoiler that all alert. now because this show has been off the air forever. <laughs> I'm usually surprised when I run into a person who hasn't seen it. And if you haven't seen it, then why are you listening to this? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, you should, no, you should go watch the episode first and then come listen to this. Yes. That's how this works. Yes. So this the instructions, these, there's not many rules other than watch the episode first and then come back and listen to this episode of, of us talking about it. Unless, if you're a long time Buffy fan, listen to it while watching. Yes, Watch with us. Exactly. So, yeah. And, um, you know, we like I said, this is the first episode, so we're going to see how this goes. And we do have a Facebook page that we would love it for you to check out. It's called Revisiting Sunnydale surprisingly and you can check that out and give it a like leave a comment um give us send us a message let us know what your feels are about buffy the vampire slayer give us your thoughts we will address any issues (laughs) so well not personal issues i don't know i don't know if we're qualified to give advice maybe maybe if we do it like what would buffy do yes how would buffy (laughs) how would buffy handle your personal issues right because I'm not just giving away free advice. <laughs> it's at least five cents. <laughs> um, but one thing we do want to do on a regular basis, uh, both Marcella and I like to get subscription boxes. Mm-hmm. And so I think when it happens, when we have one to unbox, we will unbox mm-hmm. on the air. Um, I'm not saying I'm going to wait until we record, but... I will... I'll try. Yes. But... It, I don't think it's going to happen. No. I look it up on Instagram weeks before I... <laughs> We'll see if I... Well, I'll try. So today, I do have a box. Yay! I subscribe to NerdBlock. And if NerdBlock would like to sponsor us, that would be great. That would be fantastic. You can also contact us on the Facebook page. Um, I started off... I've been doing NerdBlock for... This is probably my fourth month. And I started off doing the classic, and then last month I switched over to horror because Halloween was coming. I was like, it's got to be a great box. It's got to be a great box. Um, But this box that I have here is, what is this, October? Mm -hmm. September. So I haven't gotten the Halloween box Uh. yet, so I'm pretty stoked about that one. But this one was pretty interesting. So every nerd block box, you get a t-shirt. And so far, all the t-shirts have been phenomenal. This one I got. Oh, that one's great. It's like a Silence of the Lambs. That's fantastic. Yep, it's got the you know the moth and the skull in it, and it's a Silence of the Lambs gig. And um, yeah, I'll post a photo on this of this on our good it's, quality yeah. T-shirts, nice and soft. Yep, and they always fit me. Nice, <laughs> which is always a plus. I like when the boxes have a T-shirt. It's yeah. I, if I'm gonna pay, that makes it worth it for right. me. Right, like I will pay like thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. There are some boxes when it doesn't include a t-shirt that it's just a box, 
bunch of trinkets. And if it's a bunch of trinkets that I don't like, yeah, it's an awful month. It's a dud. Box. It's a dud. I also got a Titans vinyl figures, a twofer, the aliens. I like the Titan vinyl figures. I have a Doctor Who one. <laughs> Those are cute. There's a little teeny little alien, and it's adorable. <laughs> That's actually really cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so you got the alien, and who's the other one? Is that Parker? Uh, yeah, Parker. So this is the third vinyl, or Titan vinyl, that I've gotten in one of these boxes. And the other one I got was Spike, which that was a good box. <gasps> That's amazing. <laughs> and the other one I got was Doctor Who one. That's fantastic. Um, but I gave the Doctor Who one away because I don't watch that. I like the Titan vinyls. They look more like the actual character right like the david tennant doctor who titan looks like david tennant yeah like they're like really just really really good it's a lot of detail mm-hmm. on the faces and i like that i mean the funkos we <laughs> love a funko they're fun and adorable they're adorable but they're missing certain facial characteristics sometimes they're that make- creep me out <laughs> yeah yeah I also got some scary drink coast drinking coasters. Yeah. So they're horror face coasters, and there's eight in here. And I guess the premise is you're supposed to put them up. Whoops. <gasps> Sorry, buddy. I just totally attacked my dog. Dog down. Dog and down. I, just, you, I guess you put it up against your face. Ha! <laughs> that's, <laughs> well, that's both functional and fun. And that looks like Tim Curry in Legend. It probably is. That makes sense. That's what that... It looks like the devil. Oh, poor Tim Curry. Did you see, like, that when they were doing the the, um, reunions? Mm -hmm. I saw the pictures. He's all... He was... uh, I did see that one when they were on the Today Show. What? He had a stroke, right? Yeah. yeah. His speech is is not slurred. He's just a little slower um, and a little less feeling. He looks better. I mean, even though he's, you know... Recovering, he looks way better than that Criminal Minds episode where oh, he was. Woo, woo, that was awful. I thought Pennywise scared me. No, whatever that was. Yeah, that was horrifying. Yeah. Um, I also got the Night of Living Dead DVD. Oh, that's fantastic. So this is a really good. This is a really good box, actually. Um, there's also Night of Living Dead magnets. Magnets. That's with amazing. a bunch of words and like quotes from the movie Night of Living Dead. Our co-panelist, Rena, just gave me some Buffy magnets, and I had uh, one of them say, Riley can't take Buffy. <laughs> That's what it says on my bridge. Riley can't take Buffy. Because <laughs> he can't. No, he can't. Spoiler alert. She held back. <laughs> and finally, there's some crazy magazine, Rue Morgue. It just looks creepy, and I don't know if... I can't tell... That's kind of neat, but it's also one of those things where you're like, mm, I'm going to flip through it, but am I going to really read it? I doubt I'll read yeah. this. It'll um, end up in the magazine rack in the bathroom. Right. And they've got like, you know, they'll, I'm assuming it's like a horror magazine, horror and culture and entertainment. And they've got stories about Crimson Peak, Dead World, the Casket Girls, which is versus vampires in New Orleans. And um, a word that I don't generally like to see on things in my house, satanic. Yeah. No. Um, so this may not last too long here in, in the in the household. Um. <laughs> no, that's not a word you just want laying around. No. <laughs> and if there's any Latin in there, I'm definitely not reading it. Don't read from the book, Sander. <laughs> don't talk, speak Latin to the books. My Comic-Con box, I did get... Uh, I should have brought it because I just got it, but I didn't remember. Um, it had Sharknado on Blu-ray. Oh, really? In it, yeah. Wow. It's like I would never purchase that, but now that I have it, you're glad it's here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Anytime I'm looking for something stupid, yeah, something just to veg out on and just uh, maybe take a nap. What was the title of Nick's Fire Serpent movie that was on Sci-Fi years and years ago? That Fire. It might have been called Fire Serpent. <laughs> yes, it may have actually been called Fire Serpent. So while you look that up, um, so yeah, that was my horror block from Nerd Block, and it was uh, not I a bad month. It. No, I liked it. Not a bad month so at all. I'm very excited to see what is going to come into my mailbox for Halloween. The. Uh, Comic-Con box was Halloween-themed, and we got the T-shirt was purple, mm. and it's na- the Nightmare Before Comic-Con, oh. so it was Nightmare Before Christmas-themed, nice. yeah, and they gave you a mopey little 
stuffed Nightmare Before Christmas doll that made it out of the box and into the mouth of Baxter <laughs> before I could even take the tag off. Marcella's dog. Yes. <laughs> he ran off across the house with the little Nightmare Before like, Christmas So I guess movie. that's yours now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything small? Yep. Mine. He owns it. Mine. All right. So that is our unboxing. So I guess it's time to get into... Episode one of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Welcome to the Hellmouth. Welcome to the Hellmouth. The very first episode of Buffy ever. Um, when did I? I think I had written down when. It, yes, the original air date was March tenth, nineteen ninety seven. Nineteen ninety seven. Were you in it from Jump Street? Like no, you... I started. I think with the witch. So. Oh, so you were still pretty. Yeah. Pretty early in. Yeah, it was senior year. Of college, mm. and right around midterms, probably, and I'm just flipping through the stations, and I'm like, what is this? I think I'll watch this. Oh, this girl's actually beating people up. I like this. <laughs> this is fun. I'll watch this, and just kept watching it, and, you know, it, it, it took a lot to get through that first season. It, it's painful. It's a tough one. Yeah. But I think the more that, it, it was even, it even took me forever to actually own the first season on DVD. I bought it because it was. I had that whole petition. I'm like, I want these DVDs. Why aren't they here? I'll buy all of them. Well, somebody. It ended up being like my brother-in-law gave me, not knowing that I had them all anyway. Like I had all of them except season one. He purchased all of them for me for a Christmas <laughs> present one year. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. That, thank you. Thank uh, you. <laughs> you can take these ones back, but I'll keep this one. <laughs> And it's such a short season. It's 11 episodes, I think. I think so. Yeah. And it's just so, like, lighting-wise, it's so dark. But I have come to, to realize that it might be because the prosthetics weren't all that up to par. That's probably why there wasn't they very needed much to, light. Yes. <laughs> you don't want to see that uh, skin folding underneath the yeah, hairline. There. Exactly. And, the, like, notice the very drastic skin tones between the... Um, <laughs> the, the eyebrow area the like, bumpy the forehead t- yes, and, the- and the chins or whatever <laughs> it's just like two totally different things like oh so when you become a vampire like everything is white yes and okay that's cool have you seen you've seen the unaired pilot that had a different willow i have not brought myself to, to watch that yet wow i'll bring it over <laughs> i i think i only have it on vhs but i'll uh, it, <laughs> we might have to do a podcast of that it's it's scary I'm not sure how they got picked up. Really? Based off of that pilot. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody is the same but Willow. But Willow, yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know. The vampire dusting is a time lapse. <laughs> it's very slow. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a treat. Oh, God. For sure. I'm so glad they got so much more, so much better, and then money in the budget, mm-hmm. too. Well, and that Sarah Michelle Geller said recently, she was said if it were on today, it would have never made it past the first season. That the Warner Brothers and the WB, they really gave them time. Really? Yeah. She oh, said wow. it would never have succeeded today. Wow. Which is true. There yeah. are shows three you got three episodes and I'm out. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. I've I'm... already given up some things this fall. <laughs> like what? Scream Queens. Oh really? Can't do it. I don't know. I think that's one of the. I was um, in it. Like it was humorous. I found it entertaining. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that's going to be one that I'll just wait until they're all over, and then I'll watch them one Saturday or something. I was hoping it was going to be like Buffy, Quippy, and you know, no, it's not. It's just like those girls are so bitchy, mm-hmm. and it's it's borderline offensive. Most yeah. of the things that they say, yeah, and I don't. I don't understand why anyone doesn't just punch them in the face all day long. I want them all dead. So. Mm-hmm. I've got no one to root for other than the killer. Yeah. And maybe Jamie Lee Curtis. And they're not like, to bring it to Buffy, Cordelia was a special kind of bitch. Right. You know? Right. But she was not. Just bitch to be a bitch. Yeah. Emma Roberts on screen, she, on screen queen, she is just, she's awful. She's terrible. She is playing the same character she was on American Horror Story. Yep. And I'm done with her too. Like I'm over that little yeah. girl. Yeah. Speaking of Cordelia, did you see the episode she was on Scream Queens? Yes, as Ariana Grande's mother. Yes. <laughs> Which oh, I'm so sorry. We're so old now. It's like, oh, that was such a, a break in my reality. Yeah. Like, oh, Cordy. Oh, Cordy. <laughs> oh, that's right. We could be. 
college age. Oh, have college age children. I totally have a kid in college right mm-hmm. now. So glad I don't. Oh my god. Oh. So welcome to the Hellmouth. Yes. Um. <laughs> Where Cordelia originally auditioned to be Buffy. Yeah, I think that's what the word what it was. Mm-hmm. Um. What a different show. As far as, I guess you know, first episodes of a show go. I guess this is like the aired pilot, basically. This was pretty good. Like, I think it had a lot of... I don't know if at the time I would have been immediately into it. Um, But, like, I like the way that they they give you, like, an introduction of the high school at night when it's dark. And, you know, like, you kind of go tour through the the place. And Mm -hmm. then we got this misdirection from Darla, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. Like, that's a really great opener. That's a strong opening. I love Darla. She's amazing. Yeah, and she wasn't... I'm so glad they brought her back. Me too. <laughs> when they did. Um, but, uh, like, she was very, I guess it's just because it was the master, but just her whole relationship with him was very sniveling mm-hmm. and just so eager to please, and it almost made me. It's like, darling, you're better than you're this. You're so much better than this. Who, what, why? <laughs> no, stop. It's like, don't do this. But you've been with this man for hundreds of years. Yeah. By now, you should be secure in your relationship. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's when you go further into her story, though, and they show you some back, you know, some backstory that she had with Angel mm-hmm. on Angel. Right. She wasn't snively like that with him. No. She was just like, this is this is Angelus. I really like him. Yeah. But she wasn't snively like she was in the first season of Buffy, which I'm glad they got rid of. Yeah. The, that threw me off. It threw me for a loop. Um, yeah. And this is also like. I'm also glad things they have changed the opening credits that scream in the middle of them <laughs> <laughs> which lasts i want to say like till, till like third i think they get rid of it the third, third season, season. Yeah, yeah it's a long time yeah that scream is in there a long time so thank you to whomever made that executive decision to drop that because yes. it was it's so jarring it is it's especially but but when it when they took it out i kept looking for it because i had it timed in my brain so i knew it where it was in the credits every time and then it wasn't there anymore and I looked <laughs> what happened Amy's mom's not in the credits anymore <laughs> right it's that moment where, mm-hmm. she, where it's almost as though she was screaming mm-hmm. okay so let's talk about up until this point our, our our main what one two three five characters our main actors up until this point their biggest roles before they got here now Sarah Michelle Geller. Which I thought she was on some soap opera. She was. Okay. It's not in her. I didn't see it in her IMDb. She's, she was on All My Children. She won an Emmy. I, I couldn't find it in her IMDb credits. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, I think Dawn, I think Michelle Trachtenberg actually plays her little sister. Really? On there too. That's yeah. crazy. Okay. So we'll give her that. She was on All My Children mm-hmm. was her biggest role. Otherwise, I saw something called Swan's Crossing. Which was also a soap opera. A TV a, show. Yes. I, feel like it, should, it sounds Canadian, but I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> One of the, uh, I think it actually was, it might have been Canadian. Really? But yeah. Um, that was in 92. One of the, uh, those twins, the Brittany, da- Brittany Daniels. Oh, really? And, yeah. One, one of, of the, the Sweet Valley High twins? One of the Sweet Valley High <laughs> twins was on it. It sounds like, the plot of it sounds like Pretty Little Liars oh, it was meets fucking The Hills. Raven and I watched it. Every like every day after school, like really, we, yes, we had to watch it. It was time. I've never it, it was heard fantastic. I had never heard of it until yeah. this morning. When I oh, you got to look it up on YouTube. You got to watch them. It's painful. <laughs> Do you remember the late '90s movie Airborne with Seth Green and his cousin from Cleveland or no. moves to Cleveland no. with Seth Green? He was a surfer and he has to go to Cleveland because he got in trouble or I don't remember what. But Seth Green's in it. And so the kid that is stars in this movie was on Swans Crossing with her. Okay. So their little lines cross. Yeah. Even way. Yeah. Huh. Six degrees of Buffy. (laughs) It happens a lot. There's Mm going to be a lot of that. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also. okay. so Allison Hannigan. She was on a TV show called Free Spirit in 1989. And she was a regular on that show, whatever that was. Hmm. Never heard of that one either. But funny story, which this is something that I learned a few months ago. I have a friend who there was in her family. I want to say it was her 
father's cousin, there was a situation where their their babies were switched at birth at the hospital. Oh wow! It was like a real life switched at birth oh, situation, wow. and um, I think like maybe when the kid like there was their kid ended up dying or had some like really horrible disease or something like that, and they this that's how they found out that it wasn't their biological child. And um, I don't know all the rest of the ins and outs of it, but true life story. So they made a TV movie about them. Oh, wow. Called Switched at Birth. And this was like in 91. And um, Allison Hannigan played <laughs> one of the, <laughs> one, the one of the, of the yeah, at age 12 or something like that. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. <laughs> she uh, she was also in uh, My Stepmother's an Alien. Was she? Yeah. With Seth Green. Ah. Yeah. It all comes around. To Seth Green. Tiny I, little Seth Green. I always wonder, like, when things like that happen, like, you know, oh, oh yeah, I remember you from, like, when yeah, they see I each remember other you again. were a dick when we right. were, like, 12, <laughs> you know? Remember that time you were super asshole because I wouldn't go out with you? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, I remember. <laughs> all of it. Yeah. Because, I mean, Hollywood, they it's such an incestuous place mm-hmm. that, you know, they have to have, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Remember that ugly-ass shirt you wore around the set? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Remember you were really into, like, the pogs? <laughs> yeah. Um, Nick Brendan. Yeah, what did he do? It looks like the biggest thing was Married with Children, an episode <laughs> in 1987. Oh, wow. And he was guy playing basketball in Children of the Corn 3. Oh, no. Oh, that's all he was? Because that's always such a big thing in his bio on IMDb. That photo comes up like first. They're like children of the corn three. He's just guy playing basketball. Yeah. I think that I'm pretty sure there wasn't a name for it. I don't Aww. even know if he had a name. That's sad. I think they even put him on the DVD cover. So this was like a so now he's just it's Yeah. Now like... he's just guy playing basketball. Yep. Lovely. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that. I um, had not seen him before. No, I hadn't either. And that's the thing. Like he hadn't done anything like Buffy was his big break mm-hmm. literally like and everybody else seems like they were working hard beforehand yep. and then Nicholas Brendan rolls along and doo 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 yeah stumbles into a life a role of a lifetime what about Eric Balfour he I mean he only did two episodes but yeah I didn't look at him I didn't look to see what he but I feel like I he's just pretty I know I felt like I had seen I don't know if I'd seen him before Buffy or I think okay. it was mostly I, after. Yeah, because I know I was very I'm very familiar with him. Mm-hmm. It was Six Feet Under. Oh, that's right. Is when I really was like, hey, that guy was on Buffy. Wow. I feel like he was on something else is what I watched, what I knew him from. Freaky Links, maybe? Yeah. Oh, Freaky Links. I missed that. Why can't we please get that on DVD? Yes. That's... Or even just streaming. Just yeah. Just anywhere. Put it on YouTube. Something. Anywhere. I just want to see it. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, reminds me, guys. So, if you do want to follow along with us, um, Buffy is streaming on Netflix right now, as well as Amazon Prime for free. So, mm-hmm. there are plenty of ways to watch it. Um, okay, so Charisma Carpenter, like she, I think she came into the acting game a little late because she was mostly like beauty pageants mm-hmm. and a and cheerleader, cheerleader and surviving some sort of horrific, horrific. <laughs> stalking situation we don't even want to talk about it right exactly so it's not a lifetime story right um so you know understandable Mm -hmm. why she kind of got in the game late but it looks like the biggest thing was a few years beforehand i didn't write down the year but she was on an episode of boy meets world oh (laughs) which i believe it yeah sure and Anthony Stewart had he did a lot of tv yeah so i mean he He did tons of (laughs) yeah he was good he he BBC, just look at it. Yeah, exactly. He He's did there. a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And was it before Buffy that he was um, uh, Rocky Horror? I think so. He did um, Rocky Horror Pictures? The only thing I knew him from was the coffee commercials. <gasps> that's When right. I was growing up. Yes. As soon as I, I was like, that's the guy from the coffee commercial. <laughs> the hot guy from the, the hot coffee. guy, yes. <laughs> with the perfect romance. <laughs> that's what romance is supposed to be like. Lies. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> and the mom, Kristen, Christine Sutherland. Oh, yeah. It's I'd never seen her before. Either. Which I found out something. And I I don't know if you told me or if I just heard this on a podcast or something. But about Christine Sutherland. She, somebody looked her up to see if she was related to Donald Sutherland. Oh. Which she is not. 
Interesting. Her real last name is something. Sullivan is not her real last name. She took that name because there was already a Kristen, whatever her real last name is, in SAG. And so she picked that name, and I think that name was like the name of somebody's pet. Sutherland or something. I think that's how she got it. That's so funny. And now everybody's like, are you related to Kiefer and Donna? No. I just needed a name for the card. (laughs) She hasn't been around very much lately. She showed up on Criminal Minds, I think. Was it Criminal Minds or was it? No, it was the following. She was in the first season of the following. She was that FBI lady's like cult mother. Yes, exactly. And I remember. Joyce. I was like, oh my God, where have you been? Stop doing doing pharmaceutical commercials. Yeah. yeah. Act, woman. Act. It's like, what are we doing right now? Let's let's look up. Kennedy. I saw Kennedy in a pharmaceutical commercial. She was someone's mom. And I saw roommate Kathy. I I remember seeing Kathy. Like (laughs) some ironing or something. Yes. Or, yeah, some clothing commercial or something. Plato's Closet type of (laughs) commercial. Yes. Wow, so Christine. Yeah, Christine's really not. Maybe she just really did a, did well with her Buffy money. I wonder what they get from Buffy money. She was on California, an episode of California Dreams. <laughs> Can I get that streaming somewhere? <laughs> yeah, as well? seriously. <laughs> I have to go to WatchMojo.com just to get little clips of shows that I used to love in their awesome countdowns, which if they want oh, to sponsor nice. us as well. Yeah. WatchMojo. WatchMojo.com. We'll really, really appreciate that. Yeah, Christine only has like 16 acting credits. That's scary. Yeah. She must be living off of her. She, yeah, she's from Boise, Idaho. I want something where I can just go to cons the rest of my life. One show where people love you forever. Yep, yeah, so that's, yeah, and I don't even think she does those that often. Mm-mm. Like, she might just do overseas. Maybe two a year. Yeah. She's my white whale. I need her for my wall. <laughs> so, Christine Sutherland, send me your autograph. I need you for my Buffy wall. I have a wall of just autographs that I've collected over the years, and... I don't want Sarah Michelle Gellar or David Boreanaz for strange reasons. I you just don't want I them. don't want them on the wall. They I don't they're not the reasons I love the show. That is a very good point. Um which I find in a lot of TV shows that I like the main character mm-hmm. usually not the reason why I like nope. it. It's always the sidemen. Yep. They're always the supporting characters mm-hmm. that really bring it home for me. Yeah. And Buffy's sidemen are top notch. Yes, absolutely. Even when, you know, the ones that weren't in from the very beginning, like mm-hmm. once they bring in the trio. Yep. Like those guys are amazing. They're hilarious. <laughs> Warren makes me sick to my stomach, but we'll get there. Tom and Jonathan or oh, Danny, nuggets. Tom and Janny, Danny. Little oh, nuggets. Oh, how would you have ever thought that Danny Strong no. would be responsible <laughs> for Empire? <laughs> no. No. For, for like never the biggest one of the biggest black TV shows. <laughs> but then he also wrote that uh, McCain-Palin movie for HBO. Did he? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Danny Strong is amazing. I heard that he would, like, he was always writing. Mm-hmm. And he would, like, like ask people in Joss and whatever, like, just, just kind of take a look at this and see what it's like and blah, blah, blah. And... Is this any good? <laughs> Yes, Danny. Danny, it's great. It's very good. Get to your spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get, Get on, on your mark. <laughs> All right. So welcome to the Hellmouth. We are introduced with to each of our characters. Uh, I think we first see Buffy. She's like having her prophetic dream. Mm-hmm. And um, thank goodness they got if you if you've never seen the original movie, mm-hmm. thank goodness they got rid of those menstrual cramps warning signs could you imagine sarah michelle geller running around ow 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 like no that that's your early warning signal cramps that's not okay no (laughs) that's terrible that is not okay so yeah she has weird one-off prophetic dreams every five episodes if that yeah if that i think it happens maybe one every season yeah (laughs) yeah so total of five times i think she has yeah prophetic dreams which is good because i don't think i could take i could take them on a regular basis Mm-mm. they're kind of cheesy but like no kendra or faith are never like hey do you have that creepy dream last night <laughs> no <laughs> just me just okay me. that's cool okay um so uh buffy is 
typical 16-year-old belly-type girl. She loves her fashion. She loves her, I don't know what, but she's just trying to live a normal girl lifestyle. And they moved to Sunnydale from L.A. Yeah, you would think she had this horrible thing happen at Hemry High. She burned the gym down. Nobody believed that they were vampires. And yet she's still Miss Little Popular, well-adjusted girl when she shows up in Sunnydale. Yeah, I feel like this would have like really made me closed in yeah a little bit yeah like the typical goth teenager that's all sullen and yeah she should have been like draped in flannels uh-huh. and like just trying to hide and her overalls yeah. and hair must but no that skirt is about five inches from her butt <laughs> crack being right mm-hmm. yeah she tries really hard i guess it's just uh goes to the show that she's just trying so hard to be normal mm-hmm. and just uh, keep that normalcy and to not lose her life. Even and though she's it. got a mom that's like, what? Nothing happened. We moved here because you had problems. <laughs> vampires? What are vampires? <laughs> silly, silly. Yeah. I, Joyce. Someone should have checked out her brain a couple of years sooner. <laughs> I think that tumor was working its way long before. Yeah, I think uh, Buffy, all that helped it. She's just like, oh, God, you know, trying to push back every little thing that happens, every sighting, every weird, all the blood stains that are Yeah, you have washed (laughs) blood stains and holes and dirt out of her clothes how many times? And you're not like, what are you doing? Right. Like, just once. Yeah. That's that's all it would have taken for my mom. Just once. "Um, You want to explain what's happening? Because I know damn well Buffy's not doing her own laundry. No. She doesn't even know how. No. To do laundry. No, that's right, which we find out much later on (laughs) in our journey. (laughs) So we've got Buffy, Miss Popularity. We've got Xander, who shows up on a skateboard that we never see again. Nope, never again. (laughs) Mm -mm. But he did wreck immediately. Yeah, so maybe that was his lesson. He was like, Mm -hmm. you know what? I'm not good at this. this." Scene one, Apple, take one. Can I have you? Uh, can I help you? Thanks. I don't know you, do I? I'm Buffy. I'm new. Xander is is me. Hi. Oh, thanks. Well, um, maybe I'll see you around. Maybe at school, since we both <laughs> go there. Great. It was nice to meet you. We both go to school. Very suave. Very not pathetic. Oh, hey. Hey, we got your steak. So he's like, you know, class clown, kind of yeah. nerdy before nerdy was cool. Yeah. And Willow, who's the bookworm. And, you know, basically Willow, Xander, and Jesse are the core group that... They're like the outsiders that have bonded and they're okay being the outsiders. They have each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cordelia, Miss Popularity, Queen Bee of everything. She rules the school. Yes. And she she's good looking. Her mama's good looking. Her daddy's rich. <laughs> so yep. she's good looking and rich. And so this is why everybody <laughs> loves her. And like she's got her, where they call them? The Cordettes? Yeah. The Cordettes. Uh-huh. <laughs> her little hive. Harmony and the. <laughs> The other just, girls who kind of randomly just come follow in and her out. around. Yes. And um, so, bu- or how I guess there was a school bulletin that Buffy was coming. New, yeah, there's some new- kind of announcement <laughs> made on the loudspeaker by that a Principal new kid Flutie. was coming in from L.A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're the new kid. Everyone says it. You're the new kid from L.A. It's like, how many people? I, I feel like Sunnydale's a sizable enough high school as to where they wouldn't notice. Not everyone right. would notice this right. new kid. No. She hadn't even gotten to class yet. No. So, because uh, Buffy's from L.A., Cordy wants to take her under her wing. She feels like she fits right in. But, you know, Buffy gravitates because of her baggage. She gravitates more towards Willow mm-hmm. and Xander, which I think it's so adorable when she starts talking to Willow. <laughs> and she's like, Do you want me to move? <laughs> <laughs> Scene one, Apple, take one. Uh, hi, Willow, right? Why? I, I mean, Hi. Uh, Did you want me to move? Why don't we start with, hi, I'm Buffy. And uh, then let's segue directly into me asking you for a favor. It doesn't involve moving, but it does involve hanging out with me for a while. But aren't you hanging out with Cordelia? I can't do both. Not legally. 
Willow is absolutely adorable. She is the like bright shining star. She is of season one. Like she's the reason, except for that robot. Yeah, that was a terrible one. Mm. But um, we'll get there. Mm. Um, but yeah, Willow does is the one that really stands out in this Mm -hmm. in the first season. And they do their best to make her look dowdy and. She's so cute. But she's so cute. She's Who could so be mean cute. to little Willow? No. She's so cute. She's so good at giving like the little oh me mm-hmm. with her oh. little flannel dress and her white stockings and Mary Jane. She's so adorable. Oh, she's so cute. I really, I think, sadly enough, probably season one is the best that her wardrobe. Ever looked. Oh yeah. Or maybe towards the end, maybe she got a little more normal. Season three, towards the end of season three, she it went, but. Oh, they started putting her in these weird sweaters. She's, yes, like the, I don't know what was happening no. in, in Allison Hannigan's life that was bringing like these weird fuzzy three D sweaters. The one had a cake on it. One I think had a woman yeah, in a dress. Yes, and the, the dress like flipped up. Like yes, and there was also like a, there was a weird hat period too. Oh, where there I was a weird hat. Assume she just had like zits that they couldn't cover up or something, mm-hmm. and or she was uncomfortable with her haircut. Maybe, but it was just like a really terrible time. <laughs> Willow's wardrobe never. Maybe season seven, she gets a normal wardrobe. Yeah, at some point I do recall there is a normal wardrobe mm-hmm. where it's just jeans and a nice t-shirt. Season six, they or, they dressed her and Tara up as like Renaissance maidens. Yes, <laughs> I don't know where that what wardrobe person came in and had that idea, but mm-mm. corsets. There were so many corsets, so many corsets that corsets. season. So much shiny material and so much material. Yes. <laughs> These dresses. No just... one wears that many corsets in California. <laughs> it is hot there, people. No one wants under breast sweat in California oh, in a corset. Oh, gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody's wearing that. Mm-mm. So, um, random sighting of uh, just a rando extra in there. Um, the scene in the locker room. Where the two girls find the dead body when they're talking this made-up slang in the locker room. <laughs> What's her name? It's awful. I don't remember, but the actress is Persia White from Girlfriends. Oh, is it? Yes. <laughs> that The real, like, the new age one. Yeah. From... <laughs> She's married to Klaus from the originals, right? Is she? Is she? Is that who, is that who I'm thinking of? I will check it out. Check it out. Aphrodisiac. Or Aphrodisia, that's her name. Because they're making fun of somebody else's name. Oh, my God. And I think her name is like Aphrodisia or something. It's really, really that's stupid. awful. Yeah. That's absolutely terrible. Well, you've got Cordelia, Willow. Xander. <laughs> Hello, little tree. <laughs> Willow, you're a tree. <laughs> so while you're looking that factoid up, um, we we get introduced to very, very British Giles, at, finally. And... Um, you know, he gives his speech, <clears throat> grabs some books, and gets real excited about uh, that Buffy is here, mm-hmm. finally. And he scares her off with his vampires. With <laughs> his giant uh, book of vampires. <laughs> 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 the ginormous book. And she immediately is trying not to hear any of this. And uh, But, you know, finally, you know, after that dead body is found, Buffy goes back to Giles. And uh, this is when Xander overhears everything about... <laughs> her legacy about who she is scene one apple take one why am i still talking to you you really have no idea what's going on do you you think it's coincidence you're being here that boy was just the beginning oh why can't you people just leave me alone because you are the slayer into each generation a slayer is born one girl in all the world a chosen one one born with the the strength strength and skill skill to hunt the the vampires to stop the spread of their evil blah 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 I've heard it, okay? I really don't understand this attitude. You, you've, you've accepted your duty. You've, you've slain vampires before. Yeah, and I've both been there and done that, and I'm moving on. What do you know about this town? It's two hours in the freeway from Neiman Marcus. Dig a bit in the history of this place, and you'll find a, a steady stream of fairly odd occurrences. I believe this whole area is a center of mystical energy. The things gravitate towards it that, 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 that you might not find elsewhere. Like vampires. Like zombies. Werewolves, incubi, succubi, everything you've ever dreaded was under your bed but told yourself couldn't be by the light of day. They're all real. What? You like sent away for the Time Life series? Uh, yes. Did you get the free phone? Um, the calendar. Go. Cool. 
Did you find it? Yes, her name on the show. Her na- her character's name was Aura, but I think she says something to somebody else that has like a really uh, terrible name. Um, and yes, she's married to Klaus from the originals. Really? Mm-hmm. She's got. A she's good married life. to Joseph Morgan. Cool. Yes, lucky, lucky, lucky woman. Wow. Mm-hmm. Man, she likes vampires. Because yes. <laughs> she was on. Uh, she's Bonnie's Wasn't mom. She, yeah, that's right. Wasn't on she on Vampire, Vampire Diaries? Diaries. Yeah. And she is a vampire. I think that's how they met. Was on because he was on Vampire Diaries originally. Good and for you, Persia. Yeah, good for you. You got a yeah. That's a, good a looking round man. of applause. Yes, exactly. A very good looking that's a man. Good looking man. Ugh. Okay. What is that you're looking on? IMDb. Oh, okay. my source for everything. I can't believe they had her name on mm-hmm. from Buffy on there. Mm-hmm. Ara says she did two episodes actually, but there I think they might be counting. Part two. Part two. Okay. Because the other one is a question mark. Oh, no. She was in the unaired pilot. Oh, okay. So she was in the unaired pilot, and then she was in Welcome to the Hellman. So was the unaired pilot, was it basically the same premise as the aired pilot? Sort of, yeah. It just, it was, somebody named Riff Regan was Willow, and she just, it it threw the whole thing off. She wasn't selling it. No. Thank you, Allison Hannigan, for coming in and saving it. Yes, yes, thank you. Thank you, Allie. Um, we also, oh yeah, and then Angel gets introduced from the very beginning <laughs> in the first episode. Who's which... this creepy older guy that's stalking you immediately? And he's so smug. He's so smug. He's such a jerk. Like, yeah, like we know, we, we do find out later that you used to eat rats, sir, and you stalked her dirty. How did, right. where'd you get this smug attitude? Right, exactly, for like. You know, he was watching her for a couple months, I'm sure. And uh-huh. before that, he was not this, ew. Yeah. Not the, ooh, I'm so hot. Oh, look, look at, at me. me. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, he's like. <laughs> no. Like, you were eating rats in a sewer, uh-huh. not talking to anybody. Mm-hmm. And now you're Mr. Suave, sophisticated <laughs> vampire in love with a teenage girl. Teenager. Can we stop this storyline? We need a sex offender registry for vampires. <laughs> Because Vampire Diaries, Elena's a teenager, guys. Yes. That's what they all are. I don't think I have yet yet to see the storyline of where the vampire, the 5,000-year-old vampire falls in love with a grown-ass woman. Twilight, teenager. Teenager. I don't understand. Like, you have seen everything. Mm -hmm. You have lived thousands of years, hundreds of years. And you really want to like? That's what you want to spend your time with a kid, a sixteen-year-old girl. Yeah. Who? Like, okay, let's let, let's make the Twilight. Let let's go to bat for them. Okay. Technically, Edward was seventeen when he was made. When he was made. Okay. Okay, so you're a perpetual seventeen-year-old. Okay, maybe. But Angel. Angel was twenty-seven, 20... I think. Yeah, he was good and grown. Yeah, Liam. Yes. Was a man. Yes, he was. So you just have. A propensity for small children. So that was your thing all the time mm-hmm. then, huh? You just like girls. All right. Fine. Sure. Okay. Whatever. William. Gross. William. Mm. He should have gone for a child because his... <laughs> <laughs> his mentality. His... <laughs> what you had going on with your mom. We'll get there. Gentle viewers. You're in for a treat. <laughs> no looking ahead. Uh, no. No. <laughs> All right, so, you know, we find out, you know, the bronze has been the place. The bronze looked like it was fun. Where was my bronze growing up? I like how as they change, the ages change, Uh the need, like, the bronze change. Like, and at 16, it's just like, oh, it's like a coffee shop Uh with live music. And then by the time they get to college, you can get beer here. Yep, you can get beer here. (laughs) Anya tried to get beer and (laughs) just give me a freaking beer. I'm 1127 years old. Just give me a freaking beer. ID. (laughs) I want to know how that guy's doing. All he had to say was ID. (laughs) Three times, I think. And that's it. That's all he had to say was just ID. I wonder if he's gone on. Yeah. Has he gone on to do anything else? (laughs) He's on Empire now. (laughs) That would be great. That would be fantastic. (laughs) Um... Also, through this episode, the whole point of this episode, or the whole point of the, about the vampires, who vampires are very uh, ritualistic. Mm-hmm. Like, they gotta, it seems tiresome mm-hmm. to, you gotta remember, like, all the rules. And the you roll with the master, you roll like, with oh, some God. some ceremonies. Yeah, that's everything is ceremonious. It's a ceremony. It's like, can I please just eat? I just, yeah, uh, I just want to eat that person. <laughs> like, why does there have to be, okay, so really, we're gonna do 27 minutes of, all right, sure, let's do that. Um, the master 
I love the master. He is our big bad for season one. And a good big bad he is. He is. Have you... I think I've seen what the guy looks like without the makeup. He's in the Twisted Sister video. He's the dad in the Twisted Sister video. No, he's not. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he's the stuck-up dad that... Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Joseph <laughs> Heinrich Nest, we found out, was his real name. The master's real name. Oh, Joseph right. Heinrich Nest. I don't think they ever mentioned it on the show, so I don't even know how that trivia came to be. But, okay. No, it just must have been, like, something that only, I don't know. Super weird. Yeah. Lovable like fans like us find out. find that out. <laughs> I made it up. <laughs> but the bronze is their feeding ground, I guess. The bronze is always the feeding ground. Mm-hmm. More than a few massacres mm-hmm. have <laughs> Take place at the bronze. How did that place stay open for so long? I, you know, why they, do people keep going? There? Why do people keep going there? There's not even a blooming. They took the blooming onion off the menu. Why do people keep going there? <laughs> they so it right off the menu. Willow, being the adorable, clueless girl that she is, takes Buffy's advice to heart. Seizing the moment. Seizing the moment. Fish of the day. That's, That's why we love Buffy. <laughs> Buffy in season one is very dumb. Yep. Very dumb. She is. And I'm not sure how that comes. Well, you know what? It kind of carries off over through like Buffy isn't very intelligent. No, it's not until uh, maybe season four in college when she starts to really read. Yeah. (laughs) Study. (laughs) But then that stops. Yeah. Immediately because she can't keep Mm -hmm. up. She can't hold on. No, she's got slang to do. You can't do both. You can't have it all. Do you think that <laughs> you personally would have been cut out to be a, 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 at 16? No. Someone, someone rolls up on you and like, hey. You're destined to kill vampires. <laughs> yes. No. no, I'm not. I am not. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I don't like to fall down. <laughs> that seems like a lot of falling down. No, it seems like a lot of um, running, which is the same reason why I didn't join any sports teams while I was in high school. So... Because, you know, running. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that's... Elijah Wood in the faculty says, I do not believe anyone should run unless they're being chased. Amen, brother. Or running towards donuts. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Which are no fresh. No fresh donuts. <laughs> All donuts are frozen and baked. <laughs> womp, womp. Womp, womp. All right, so, I mean, this episode... Oh, I, I don't know if it happens every... <clears throat> Every episode, but I would like to point out Cordelia's burn oh, of this Cordelia's episode. Burn. I forget who she was. Was she talking to Jesse when she says, "Do you have an elsewhere to be?" <laughs> I love that. I love when she looks at Willow and says, "It's good to know you've seen the softer side of Sears." So rude. So rude. <laughs> She's so rude, but in a good, fun-natured way. Like, yeah, because she will go back and forth with uh-huh. people. People will come back yep. at her, and she'll. You know, come back at them or yep. she'll just and walk away. Yep. I do like that. Don't you have an elsewhere to be? <laughs> She's so mean to Jesse. She is. In that up in the first two episodes. Yeah. I don't understand why he keeps trying. Boys are st- boys. 16 year old boys are stupid. They're stupid. He's not thinking about that sort of thing at that point. So, yeah. So that. Oh, and this is part one of a two part. So this episode is to be continued where what happens? Um, we get down to. Xander, Willow, and Jesse. So the master is trapped underground. Mm -hmm. He cannot leave his hovel. His hovel? His hovel. That's what it's called? Uh Under the ground. No, that's what I call it. Okay. (laughs) Um, He cannot leave. Okay. So they, the minions, are doing the harvest. And that's how we get the episode title, The Harvest, for the second part. So the minions need to bring him food so that he can drink enough so that he can bust out. Gotcha. Which, you know, that's never going to happen. No. So at this point, they've gotten, they snatch up Jesse. Mm -hmm. Uh, Darla grabs Jesse. Right. Because he's been uh, sloughed off by Cordelia. She's like, nope, don't want you. Go away. So Darla's like, ooh, I do. Yes. Hello, tasty treat. (laughs) And um, Willow. Oh, she's so cute. Oh, yeah. She goes off with uh, 
vampire. Okay, the so- man that's like the old, th- this man is not in high school. This man is not in college. This is your dad's best. This is Quagmire. <laughs> it, is Quagmire. it is Quagmire. He has a leisure shirt. <laughs> And some tan pants, I think. There's nothing attractive about this man. No, there's so nothing attractive about this man. There's a pleather jacket involved mm-hmm. that's straight up from 1972. Yeah. And she just goes off with him, seizing the day. Thanks, Buffy. That is a, yeah, that's a, probably my favorite scene in this episode is the bronze scene when Giles um, is up there in the balcony talking to Buffy about how she needs to hone her skills and be able to spot and tell when a vampire is just like, oh, there's one. There's one. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and that's when she sees that, you know, Will is being picked up by mm-hmm. a vampire and she goes to save her. So Darla's got Jesse. Willow's off with Quagmire. Mm-hmm. Xander is stalking Buffy. Yes. And he comes like, he's like, hey, by the way, I know <laughs> yeah, you're a slayer. I know you're a slayer. <laughs> <laughs> and they go and try to um, help save Willow from and Shao Kahn. <laughs> Eddie Thomas, <laughs> who will be on the show twice, uh, is the number one minion okay. for the master. Okay, and he's the one. Luke. Yeah. Okay. He's the one that comes out and actually beats Buffy's ass. Yes, they are cornered in a mausoleum, and then to be continued. Yep. So yeah, so that's uh. That's That's episode one. That's episode one. Welcome to the Hellmouth. Um, So, guys, if you're following along, uh, get at us. We want to see like questions. We want some audience participation. Yeah. What was your favorite part of the episode? What did you absolutely despise? Had you you seen Joss Whedon's work before? Exactly. Uh, Would you find yourself able to be a slayer? At 16. No. <laughs> Would I be a slayer now? No. 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 Oh, absolutely running. not. The running. No. Oh, the running. The running that gets, gets you every time. Can I have a hoverboard and a crossbow? Yeah, if I could be a sniper. Yeah. Like Ooh, from yeah. a rooftop, a rooftop slayer. Yeah. That would work. I could be down I with could that. do that. Long distance, long range slay. Yes. <laughs> that's what I, that's my bread and butter. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're going to peace out for now. And then the... Follow or join us, please, for the next episode, episode two, when we talk about the harvest, the, the harvest. second part of this fiasco. Um, and I'm Camila. And I'm Marcella. And we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.